This is Crime Connections, and we're your hosts. I'm Jackie. And I'm Leah. On September 22nd of 1984, 25-year-old Terry Sovey, also known as Terry Gayton. It's weird. Some article, I shouldn't even say articles, but some people referred her as that, but most people refer her as Terry Sovey. So, Was that a married name? They don't ever or, specify. Okay. There's very little information on this case, so I just want to put it out there just in case you've come across that. So Terry traveled to Millington, Michigan with a friend, William Bibby, and he went by Bibby. So for the sake of it, I guess that's what we will be calling him. Okay. Millington, Michigan is a small village of about a thousand-ish people, give or take, obviously, per year. Terry was a single mother from Pontiac, Michigan, which is about a 55-mile drive from Millington, Michigan. So once Bibby and Terry arrived in Millington, they went around to the local stores and were committing retail fraud. Now, they don't ever specify what that means, but I'm assuming it's credit card fraud. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about in the 80s, I'm thinking it's still the time where... You know, oh, yeah, you they like scan it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not like scanning it through a machine. Mm-hmm. They take a picture of it and then they take a picture of, or not a picture, but a. Um, yeah, like the old school. It makes a copy of it. it. Make, yeah, it makes a copy of yeah. it. And then they make a copy of your license as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that's what it, they're talking about. And yeah. obviously how they would get caught, which yeah. doesn't really make much sense to me. Baby did mention to the authorities that they had spent a few days in Millington. And on the 22nd, according to Bibby, the two were driving around out in the country in the middle of nowhere, and they parked their car behind a random farmhouse in an undeveloped swampy area. Some would say more than likely they were hiding out from cops or trying to lay low after the crimes that they had committed. That makes sense. According to Bibby, the two got into a fight and Terry ended up meeting someone nearby and staying there with them at the swamp area. Which this is just the weirdest thing to me because I'm like, what does that even mean? Does, the does that mean like in a drive, house? Yeah, in a car or a car? Did it, they, they drive and meet? Yeah, it's it's very weird. I don't. They don't like specify whether and it like was, meeting someone. Did she just like randomly meet this person? She's like, oh hey, can I stay out? with you? Let's hang yeah. out. Okay. So I'm assuming that's what it is mm-hmm. because you also have to remember the time. Yeah, she didn't, like, like call someone and say, hey, come get me. (laughs) Yeah, and I feel like it was a lot more common, you know, Mm -hmm. um, hitchhiking, things like that in the 80s. So going and meeting someone, hitting it off and going stay with them, I think was a lot less weird or taboo in the 80s. I could be wrong, but it's kind of what it seems like what happened. Mm Mm-hmm. So then Bibby also claimed that he lost his keys to his car. So then he left on foot, leaving his car behind at that farmhouse. Now, I'm assuming this farmhouse was abandoned because who in their right mind would just park behind someone's house where people live in it? And the farmer would not be okay with it. Like, they'd be like, who the heck is this? So I'm assuming it's abandoned. Because it's still, yeah, it's the 80s, but that's something that you would figure would happen in like the 40s and it would just be like meh whatever yeah but the 80s yeah no no you concerning you'd be like why are you on my property get off so i'm assuming it's an abandoned farmhouse terry since staying with this person in swamps Mm -hmm. has never been seen or heard from since she just disappeared and however the circumstances surrounding terry's disappearance are unclear and the potential witnesses in the case have refused to cooperate with the investigation. Police have gone 
far and wide trying to talk to these people and they have not responded. Well, they probably don't want the police around Cause because something Terry is- and Bibby, just the things that they were involved in, they probably kept company with, yes. that were very similar. I agree. And they don't want to the get cops in trouble. To be coming exactly. Around, yeah. Yes. So police said that they have walked through that area multiple times and it's a huge area and they said it's a very undeveloped swampy area like I had said earlier and they also took search dogs out but no evidence was found. After Terry's disappearance, Baby served time in prison for the thefts he committed in Millington and about 59 miles from Millington, Bibby was later paroled to Troy, Michigan, which is where he is from. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if that's like a coincidence or he wanted to be there. Um, or maybe he like went back home to live with family or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So nine years later, he is paroled in Troy, Michigan. And then he left the area sometime between September and November. And sometime after that, he was listed as a missing person. And there also is a warrant out for his arrest because of parole violation and to this day he has never been found or seen so who reported terry as a missing person was it bibby no it was her family her family okay yes because like i said in the beginning she She's was a single, single mom mm-hmm. so i'm so assuming I it was who? someone in her family it was definitely not bibby okay um because hmm. i think the police are looking into this whole thing because she was reported missing uh not because of the crimes because they didn't know it was connected. Right. So the police said that Bibby made a call to his brother in 93, but hasn't been heard from since. So this is obviously after he left Troy, mm-hmm. Michigan. And the police have no idea his current whereabouts and neither do his family. No one has heard from him, which I think is just crazy because not only now Terry's missing, but now her only witness of seeing her alive last that we know of is now missing is now missing as well authorities would like to locate bibby for obvious reasons they want to see if he is still alive so they can re-interview him about terry's disappearance and then also the obvious other reason is because mm-hmm. he has a warrant out for his arrest now it is possible that bibby could provide additional information that could help solve the case but they did already interview him pretty extensively mm-hmm. and that's where they got all the other information from yeah. so him coming to confess all of a sudden i don't see very likely and honestly i don't know if he would still be alive uh terry was a caucasian female she was about five one to five two 120 pounds to 130 pounds she had blonde hair hazel eyes she did have a tattoo on her left shoulder. They don't okay. specify the tattoo, but they just mentioned her tattoo, which I think is odd because normally they specify it to identify someone. I mean, there's thousands, gazillions of people that But have she's tattoos, never been found. But she's still never been found hmm. or heard from to this day. And Bibby's never been found. No. Hmm. So then Bibby was or is a Caucasian male. He was about 5'7 to 5'9, 170 pounds to 190 pounds. He had brown hair hazel eyes he does have a scar on his right wrist a scar on his back and a tattoo of the number 13 on his right forearm in 1984 police did not name bibby as a suspect but still to this day he is not considered a suspect which i think is kind of crazy but i don't i don't think they would announce it unless they had a little more evidence obviously um but they would like to speak to him again if he is still alive now there are a lot of theories and rumors floating around with this case just because of how little information there is and how little coverage that it got 
And then also, obviously, it's not very common that you have someone went missing and then a few months, years later, the other person, the other person goes, just missing. goes missing. That's pretty, I feel like, uncommon. Very um, uncommon. So people are speculating that Bibby killed her and then felt guilty and killed himself. I don't think that's very likely, but I saw quite a few people say that. But he doesn't seem like the type of person to me that would feel... Guilt? Yeah. Particularly guilty for that type of crime. Yeah, he does... He was in and out of jail, like, Mm -hmm. practically from what it seemed like his whole life. So I highly doubt that he would even feel guilt. Um, Obviously, theft and committing murder is quite a bit... a difference mm-hmm. but i you never know so then also people were thinking that he had killed her and went to jail for theft and then while in prison he made some bad deals so then when he got out someone went after him and murdered him now see i kind of believe that one a little bit more because he does seem like the type of person that would get mixed in with the wrong crowd oh, and then have his bad deals or his bad deeds follow him later mm-hmm. on so he could have killed her covered it up pretty well it was an undeveloped swampy area yeah i mean and the then, swamp is a swamp yeah it's hard and to then get it kind of anything. you know karma kind of mm-hmm. came back around yes and, and then him. i also think you know i'm wondering do they question the people he was you know in a cell with did he have a cellmate did they question did he ever talk about her you know what's the situation with that i wonder mm-hmm. it seems like they were more just like acquaintances yeah, committing crimes like together. Yeah, it like a very romantic relationship. Mm-mm. That's why I don't think he would have felt guilt if something yeah. did happen and he maybe murdered her and he didn't mean to. I do wonder if the whole she met someone else is just a cover-up, like, hey, it wasn't me, she went off, last I saw her, she was alive type of deal. Yeah. You know, I am assuming the cops interviewed the locals, mm-hmm. but reading the one source that there is... Um, like we said, the locals were not very cooperative with the police either. It kind of seems like Bibby wasn't the most cooperative either. But it's just crazy to me because, well, obviously, one, they were in the middle of nowhere. So I'm wondering if there were people around. There probably Is were. this a homeless type of camp type thing? Mm-hmm. Because we did a case a while ago where they said, oh, she was found in a park and it actually is a homeless camp. Oh, okay. There are a bunch of homeless people there. Yeah. But in the news, they don't ever talk they about that. They don't talk about that. And the locals were mad about it because they were like, why aren't you talking about this? Yeah. This is a big deal. Like, there are so many homeless people there. And then it ended up being a homeless person that killed the person. So, you know, is this a homeless camp? I don't know. This case, it's crazy to me because it just seems so simple. But the police obviously didn't have enough evidence to convict or to... Yeah. To do really anything with because they don't have a body... And they don't have anything of hers. Yeah. The last person that saw her alive is, is now, now gone. gone. So it's just a little wild. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if the car was ever found and checked for evidence. You know, he said he couldn't find his keys. So where where'd the car go? They never yep. mentioned the car. They never mentioned any evidence. In the small amount of things I found on this case, I even tried going on to, you know, web sluice and all that. Mm-hmm. Very little people Very have heard well. of this case. I've never heard of it. And yeah, it's just crazy. So then recent, somewhat recently in 2021, investigators reopened Terry's case and, you know, they're trying to find some Mm -hmm. new leads and get some new eyes on it. Officials said that the witnesses are afraid because they didn't cooperate initially with the investigation and they are now afraid they're going to now get in trouble for that. Which I mean, like, 
if you're so afraid, you I feel like you have to know something. Yeah. If you're that uncooperative and that afraid, there must be something you've heard or you've seen. And now yeah. you're, you just don't want any part of it, which is sad. Yeah. Cause then you're admitting one that you somewhat, you have to know something worth saying that for. And then two, you're now like preventing it from being solved. Yeah. Which the police can't sucks. force people Unless to they talk. do a trial, which right. I, they, I, they don't There's, even they have can. evidence to do yep. a trial. So then I did see an anonymous comment on the 21 article that said, quote, she either ran and stayed away as a homeless person or the possible chance this guy she hung out with might have done something and dumped her in the middle of the swamp and weighed her down. Now, I think it's interesting they one commented anonymously. Yeah. This is a news article. Why are you? Yeah. Why are you commenting? But, you know, and then I did read above that the person said, there's so much more behind the scenes that you are not putting in this article. And I wonder what that even means. Like, what are, Does that what's mean behind the, the scenes? the police are not revealing everything? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then the town knows more. Yeah. And they're not putting it out there. I don't know. So, honestly, that is literally all that there is. There is one news article. There are two Charlie Project, you know, missing mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Uh, links. But that's it. That's the only information that you will ever find on these two people, which I understand it is an older case. It's from the 80s. But still, but though, it. there's usually a little bit more information. Mm-hmm. And if they reopened it in 2021 and there's still nothing. There should have been something. Yeah. yeah. And there's just the one news article from the Detroit, like a Detroit news um, station. And other than that, that's it. And it, it's really sad because, like I said, not e- it doesn't seem like her family's advocating for her. It doesn't seem like they're trying to find the killer or what happened or anything. It's just... It almost seems like they, it makes me wonder if that was common for her to kind of just like up and leave her kids. And mm-hmm. maybe in their eyes, it was like, well, she's either dead or she ran away. Yep. It is what it is. Literally though, because I didn't, not one of her family members were interviewed, nothing that I could find. Of course, in the 80s, it could be different. And yeah. it's just not available to me anymore. Well, and it's different in different parts of the country too i mean in michigan you know is where she was from was it more of a kind of like run down like a more poor area where people just kind of kept to themselves yeah and they were just kind of like well whatever happened to her happened to her and was it an area where police was she the type of person that police were just kind of in their eyes they're like yeah we're not gonna waste a lot of time trying to figure out yeah because unfortunately if she was in cd situations yeah. The police tend to not care. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. They're kind of like, well, that's what what you get. Yep. So. So just to be clear, Millington, the closest bigger city that I would say is Frankenmuth. Okay. It's kind of by there. It's not, I mean, it's not like too crazy close. I mean, close. even Frankenmuth isn't that big of a no, city. It just has it's just attractions. Well known. Yeah. Yes. Um, that's like the closest city. And then it looks like. The next, like, there's really, that's it. That's the, like, closest city that I'm looking that I know of, and I'm from Michigan. So it might just be more of, like, a farm-type town. Yeah, from the sounds of it and looks of Mm -hmm. it, it's, like, one of those towns that you blink and you're through it. Which also doesn't help any investigation Mm -mm. because you have no police force. Mm -hmm. There's, like, literally one restaurant, a McDonald's, and a... McPherson's 
And that's about it in a church. I think I, it's just very small. It does kind of seem like one of those towns, too, though, that if something happens to somebody that caused, like, mischief or crime, the police might just kind of, in their eyes, why waste the manpower? Yeah. And, I mean, if the family, too, doesn't really seem to be advocating for it as strongly, mm-hmm. it does beg the question if maybe they do know what happened. And, and they just kind of mm-hmm. don't want to deal with it? Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's really all we have for her. It's a very short case, but I just definitely think it's worth mentioning because it's so sad to me that it doesn't seem like her family is advocating for her. I came across many Facebook Michigan Missing People Mm -hmm. groups, and she's mentioned here and there, Mm -hmm. but not one single comment is saying like, oh, I was living in that town. Mm -hmm. I know of her. I knew what happened. Not knew what happened, but you know, like that was my cousin. I heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I knew someone that knew someone about this. Yeah. There's nothing. And normally there is. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them. And this one, it just, it literally all it said was, you know, prayers. I hope they find out what did happen to her, you know, things like that. The web sluice, normally there's tons of articles on yeah. a lot of missing people. Mm-hmm. There was one thing, one comment, and no one commented on it saying they knew nothing. That's it. It's just like she was, she's a ghost and she will forever be gone. That's sad. And I'm wondering to this day if that area is still swampy or did it dry out? Like, I'm wondering. Honestly, it probably could have dried out or been developed. I mean, everywhere seems to be getting developed anymore. Well, that makes me wonder, do they search it for bones? Like, I don't know, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you have any information about this case, please contact the Oakland County Sheriff's Office at 248-858-4951. As always, thank you for listening to Crime Connections. If you would so kindly, please follow, share, and go like us on Facebook at Crime Connections or follow us on Instagram at Crime Connections Pod. If you have any news, tips, or cases you want us to look into, please feel free to email us or DM us. We love hearing from you guys and really do appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thanks.